Hello, and welcome back to Two Cups Between. I'm Jordan. You're with my best friend, Sam. Hi, bestie. Hi. How are you? What have you been up to? Oh. We didn't record an episode last week. Oh. Life was lifing, and that's okay. Life was... Life was the death of me. <laughs> but I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I had a really good week after my exam, which thankfully mm-hmm. was at the beginning of the week, which was why That's we didn't nice. record an episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sam was a little stressed out last weekend, so we oh, just decided little, to I not. I was a little stressed. <laughs> <laughs> decided not to record, um, and I was exhausted after my the first timing week of didn't work. work. So. The Mercury yeah. retrograde came for us early. Retrograde okay. was retrograding. Okay, she is out here, you know, doing the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. Which means we should do the least. <laughs> that is required okay but Very we'll get much. into that we'll get into that we'll talk about it later <laughs> yeah um uh, um should i talk about my week <laughs> like yeah, i guess i week. guess we'll start with my week so yeah, yeah i took the exam and whew, child it was uh, it was exhausting <laughs> and um then I just did a bunch of socializing this week which was unexpectedly very fun Good. um I, I tend to have the habit, or at least this term especially, of mm-hmm. just taking the exam and then just being exhausted and burnt out and just sleeping, yeah. um, which is fine. Like, obviously, one needs rest <laughs> after being a little sleep deprived and, like, you know, jacked up on caffeine and studying, mm-hmm. but... I just felt like I really haven't felt rejuvenated or felt like I was having, you know, enough fun Mm -hmm. and really missing, like, you know, just being a little, you know, a little debauchery. Yeah. A little (laughs) silly goofy. Yeah, exactly. And like the weather was so nice on the day of our exam. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was very sunny, but it wasn't sweltering hot for once. It was like breezy. Oh, Um, that's nice. Yeah. So I was really tempted to like go to the beach with people. But I was I was invited, like, oh, you know, we're hanging out at this pool, this hotel pool. Apparently, mm. there are some hotels that really do not give a fuck. Can we just go and use the Sick. pool? Um, right by the beach. And so I was kind of, like, on the fence about it. I was like, oh, maybe I should, like, nap. Or um, something else I did this week was work on a t-shirt design. So I was like, maybe I should finish that first. But yeah. I just decided to ask for another day on the design. Mm-hmm. And uh, that went okay. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could finish it today. And, and they were like, oh, you know, if you have it by tomorrow or the next day, it's fine. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, that's great. So it just, like, worked out. And then yeah. I was like, if I nap, I will sleep until tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know, this <laughs> is, like, at 2 p.m., right? Right. And... You know, people, they were already at the pool. They were already, like, you know, the debauchery was starting. So Mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, you know, like, do I want to do that? Or am I too tired? I just decided to go for it. And I was like, if I'm too tired, I'll just leave. You know, whatever. Um, I'm a big girl. I could just leave. I could just (laughs) leave social interact, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just decided to go. And it was really fun. Like, I hung out with new people. um, Like, had two friends that I've been hanging out with more. Mm-hmm. 
and just hung out with their group and it was a good time it was very goofy we were boisterous (laughs) you know um and that was really fun and and then the the weeks i mean we had to go straight back to lecture the only only bad thing about having an exam like like kind of having it uh very early in the week is Mm -hmm. it's good because you get it over with but then you just have to go back to lecture you don't have a weekend right um so it was kind of sleepy and like you know we're all kind of over it but most of us since we're at the end of the term we've used a lot of skips so we have to go back to lecture yeah um but it hasn't been too bad and thankfully um my exam went really well yay and so i don't have to feel so like panicked for these next few weeks for finals Mm -hmm. um like obviously i want to do well on my finals but i don't have to feel like it's a do or die situation right um this time last term i was like if i don't do this well on the exam i'm definitely failing and at this point i'm kind of like oh i just have to pass this next exam and i'm fine you know good yeah um which is really good um that's great so that's like kind of wild and i i like didn't know how to feel it's like i haven't felt relieved in a long time mm-hmm. so sitting with the feeling of being relieved was very i was like shocked i was a little shocked i'm not gonna lie because i i felt very either burnt out or just anxious and then mm-hmm. relief is a completely different feeling like i i know i'm describing a very basic emotion <laughs> but that is how it felt i was like oh right. It's been so long since I felt like, oh, things are going fine. I don't have to worry about the next month or so. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of wild. That's so nice. I know. Um, so that was fun. And then, uh, you know, we had a holiday this week. Sick. <laughs> a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so 420 is actually when our grades came out. I didn't look at it until after celebrations occurred um just because i didn't want to be around people it was funny because like hanging out with med students and everyone getting their exam grades like multiple terms were getting their uh their grades at the same time right so i was like i don't want to look at this in front of people yeah (laughs) and everyone had good news which was good but i was like if i do well i'm i might also be really emotional about that in this state Mm -hmm that i'm in under the influence right um and if i do poorly like i'm it would be nice to have people who are like supportive or whatever but i don't know if i want to deal with (laughs) deal with that either absolutely um so i kind of just waited it out and just had fun again Mm -hmm. like without thinking about it a lot of people told me that they would never be able to do this like delay looking at their grades Mm -hmm. um but i was like nah i'm not trying to kill the vibe (laughs) (laughs) so i just looked at it when i got home yeah and thankfully i did well and then i was just so relieved i'm so proud of you thanks you've been working so hard truly uh i've been yeah i've been stressed and now i think i i get it i get like the amount i have to do the effort i have to do Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's the the biggest learning curve yes. for a lot of us previously gifted kids Ugh. when we like get to higher levels of education because oh, it's man. like our K through twelve is so easy <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. 
um for in, us in the I u.s guess. and for us yeah um i mean you worked a lot harder in high school because you went to a different caliber yeah, of high school but that's like, true that's true i sure as hell did in and then college i was like oh no i actually have to work at this <laughs> yeah Oops. yeah like yeah you're right like early college was very similar to my high school mm-hmm. but i think i was very burnt out in early college yeah because i was like this is this kind of sucks. I've been doing this for four years, right? You know, yeah. Um, which kind of sucks. Sometimes I look back at high school and I feel like I didn't have enough fun. I mean, it's kind of stupid to think of that. I don't know if it's stupid <laughs> to think of that now, but sometimes I'm like, oh, they really made way too competitive of an environment for people that young. Mm-hmm. You know, like now thinking about it as a fucking twenty eight year old, yeah, <laughs> it's a little wild to me that. 15 16 year olds were being competitive about grades and rank right what colleges we were all going to and at this point most people have completely shifted their careers or dropped out or whatever and like it doesn't even matter exactly you know all of that doesn't didn't really matter at all like not (laughs) all not all of us in the medical academy were going into medicine Right. If anything, I can count like probably on one hand people who actually went to med school. Is you know what I wow. mean? Out of all yeah, of, out exactly. of all of us who were like, we're definitely going to med school. Like no yeah. one can decide that that young, which is it's why I also absurd that we're expected to pick. That yeah, early. and I mean that's how the thing is is like a lot of countries have that system built in. Of course, right. Um, but I mean, I just think it's hard. I was actually talking to some people. Um. It's interesting. I've also made more friends with South Asians, um, which has never been a few, like a couple of South Asian mm-hmm. people, which has never been like, it's never been my, it's never been my experience just because maybe because I grew up in a very white area mm-hmm. and then South Asian people were very clicky with each other. So it's hard mm-hmm. to enter those friend groups, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, now I'm in a place with a significant percentage of south asians right and um you know i've started becoming friends with a few of them and like having really interesting talks about our culture and stuff like that um and the pressure to come to med school all of us have experienced the same thing which is very nice to relate to people on that Mm -hmm. um and to be very frank about it because a lot of people are also very in denial about that being true right um and I was kind of asking them, because some of them have lived in India or, you know, Pakistan, mm-hmm. um, where I, whereas I haven't lived in Sri Lanka, you know, I haven't legitimately mm-hmm. lived there. So um, kind of asking them the differences and their families are a little more traditional than mine as well. Right. And we were talking about like the system there um, in South Asia or any anywhere influenced by England, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they do A-levels and they go into their career pretty much right after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're talking about, like, depression and anxiety being so high in the U.S. amongst Asian people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, you know, is it that it's un- very underreported in South Asia? Like, that's probably true. But also, right. do people just, like are people so ingrained to just enter this career very young that they don't really question it, you know? So they don't have this, like, this, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like this disappointment or like this lack of fulfillment in life because Mm -hmm. they, they weren't raised to have to even like seek that. (laughs) Right. They were raised to like get a career, 
you know, find happiness through other things. Like you get a career, mm-hmm. you get married to the right person and just make it work. Right. And there's like a little more, there's like less of an expectation for those things to bring you fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Whereas here it's kind of like, we want to do what we want to do. We have the freedom of choice. And like yeah. that also leads to problems because we have the freedom of choice, but not everyone has the same resources to make exactly. the choices exactly. they want. So I don't know. I've ha- I've been having like, really nice discussions with people i remember like first starting med school i was complaining that everyone was boring no one wanted to talk about (laughs) stuff like this right um everyone's like too on edge about school and it kind of like builds a wall and making deeper Mm -hmm. relationships which is why i joined that whole therapy group right but i think that problem has been solving itself naturally i love um and i don't know it's just nice to see that yeah. <laughs> i guess yeah it's nice for things to be nice but also i'm suspicious <laughs> you know absolutely yeah very like huh things are going well and i haven't like it doesn't feel like i've actively done anything differently mm-hmm. i obviously i have but it kind of just doesn't feel that way it's hard to acknowledge that so yeah but yeah i mean good week <laughs> in general very tiring though i was very exhausted yesterday and today so i don't believe it (laughs) but um how was your week oh tell me everything how was your two weeks i guess you started your job yeah i started my job uh which has been good it's nice to like leave my house (laughs) um (laughs) And it's nice to leave my house. Like, it will continue to be nicer to leave my house because, like, I haven't really done a lot over the past six months or so, I guess, Mm. because I haven't had really the funds to do anything. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to leave my house and then be like, I want to go to a coffee shop, but I can't even afford a coffee. Mm. So... I have actually already been paid because you know how most jobs you start and you have to work like a whole month before they will yeah, pay you. Yeah. That is not the case here. That's good. I That's good. did my like paperwork day and got, I didn't know I was getting paid for that, but I, you know, I spent two hours doing training videos and stuff and I got paid for that day two weeks later. Oh, nice. So that was pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> but then yeah, we talked about it last week. Then I had COVID. So then I start finally started <laughs> not this past week, but the week before. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. it's just it's been like exhausting in terms of I went from a mostly sedentary lifestyle mm. to standing for eight hours a day. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on figuring out like what shoes are the best. Do I change them up midweek? Like how do I platform Crocs make this most comfortable? We can't wear Crocs. <laughs> or like if I'm giving you a serious answer, maybe Hoka's. Or no, like... I wore my Hoka's oh, first okay. of all in Portugal and I wore them to work one day. I I think they're not for me. Oh, they hurt really? my feet so bad. Really? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Hurt. Different feet. <laughs> yeah. Different, different feet. people, different feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, they hurt so bad, like agony. Uh, wearing hokas so do you I have, think they're not for me do you have flatter feet yeah oh okay it's not even the arch that bothers me though because like i wear birkenstocks and they have a pretty high arch yeah them. oh they're that's fine. interesting yeah i guess it's you just fine. have to try it's, some stuff yeah but luckily i had like 
um, some Nikes that I got a few years ago that have an insole in them already. Oh, okay, so nice. I, yeah, so I've been wearing those and it's been much better. And of course, you know, second week was better than first week. My feet really didn't start hurting until my third day of work. Then I was like, mm, this is a little ouchy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just going from sitting to standing. So, but it's been getting so much better. That's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you on, get used to it. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. And on my last day of work, I like preemptively before my shift took two ibuprofen and yes. two acetaminophen. Just to, oh like... my god! Well, you're a different breed than me. <laughs> I can't take all. That. Like, they run completely different pathways and don't interact. So I know. It's like, I mean, and I get tackle. It. Yeah, I know you do, but like for people who don't know, they tackle different. Um, pain pathways like ibuprofen is better for swelling so my ankles have been kind of swelling which because I have problems with that anyway where like because I've broken my right ankle before oh, so it's been pretty tender yeah yeah yeah, I yeah. Have the same issue it's just been pretty tender since I've been standing eight hours a day and like lifting heavy things and stuff which again or I guess not again but <laughs> I was a nanny I've been a nanny for so long I have lifted 50 pound children for <laughs> years like <laughs> It's fine. I'm not weak by any means. Uh Um, But, you know, I'm not picking them up and moving them around. (laughs) All day. You know, all day for eight hours. So, (laughs) like, it's just a different level of fitness I have to find. Yeah. Um, But it's been really good. It's I've been enjoying work because it's, like, not exactly mentally stimulating. We were talking about this right before we recorded. But it's not exactly, like, mentally stimulating other than I'm learning right now. I'm still in my training period. So I'm filing away all the information I need to know to do my job properly. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's a grocery store job. So mm. I'm lifting boxes, looking, reading labels, putting mm. the product where it goes and doing Honestly, it all again. You know, like really that's satisfying. it. It's it's it is. I it love works a repetitive task. You know, yes, like, I can like zone out yeah. while I do it and it's fine. This I'm getting you're used think, to being you're around people. Think of your big ideas here. This is where yeah, the, I'm gonna have the best ideas. Well, where the workshopping happens <laughs> while I'm stocking the freezer at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm getting used to all of the social interaction I have to do. Um, mm. That's getting better. That was really hard the first week for me. Well, yeah, <laughs> I I realized like how much the pandemic and chronically being online. That's kind of made it a little difficult. And I hate to admit it because I feel like that's what boomers say about people our age. Right. Um, But at the same time, it's like we had an unprecedented experience where we were forced to be away from everyone for a really long time. So, like, you know, it's I think it's okay if we transitioned (laughs) a lot of our relationships to online and then going back in person is hard. You know? Yeah, Yeah. The boomers have lost any sense of social decorum. So yeah, like who are they to tell? <laughs> exactly. They're they all rude as hell. Oh, oh, like, you're, gonna, truly, you're probably experiencing that firsthand. Uh, yeah. Sure. They've all lost the ability to like be kind and patient. Like, what I swear is to up? God. What I is swear happening? To God. I'm like, you seriously have to chill. Like I cannot deal with this. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. They're so rude. It's wild because um, my And it's par- not people our age. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. It. That's all. My <laughs> parents are boomers, and I feel like they're not like that. They Your can parents easily- are well socialized anyway. Well, they, <laughs> they. I feel like they 
can easily turn I mean not my mom maybe my dad more especially like oh my god when you go to like restaurants with your parents and they complain mm-hmm. to like the waiter mm-hmm. the worst feeling in the world you're Terrible. like can we just stop can we just not say anything just don't like that is I mean I feel like the thing is like we could we tell them that it's not okay and I feel like they kind of are receptive to that they're like a yeah, little bit you're right these are like wage workers like why would I fucking scream at them for something yeah. stupid um but so it's so weird to hear people talk about older clients and customers and stuff like yeah they've just like truly they're so rude like it's, <laughs> it's like you a know, weird entitlement that like it's why so strange 80 percent of the time totally fine but the mm-hmm. other 20 percent yeah it's like, what do you? Who do you think I am? I don't get paid enough <laughs> for you to this, talk to me like this. For this to happen, yeah. Like, bag your own groceries. Oh, go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild. It's just wild. Hmm. I just cannot. yeah. That kind of work is like the most. I don't yeah. know. You have to have the most. I don't even know what it is. Like a no fucks attitude. Yes. You know, you can't let you that really get just to can't you. care. Yeah. Yeah. It, but you know, overall it's really been fine. What I like about this job so far is that at Trader Joe's, everybody does everything. Yeah. Um, of course, like if you like a certain area more than another, you can request to be on that area most of the time, mm. which is fine. I appreciate that they accommodate that as well. But like, Everybody has to work the register at least one hour a day. There's, there are tons of different departments Mm -hmm. that you can work in. If you like something better, you can be there, whatever. Like, it's just, there's so much to do every day. Yeah. The eight hours truly fly by. That's kind of It's over before I know it. The last two hours are the slowest, but that is fine. We're usually, you know, we're like, checking out the last customers who come in between the eight and nine o'clock hour and then stay late when they, the store is closed, <laughs> and then, which is annoying. And then like, you know, we're finishing up all of the duties of each section right. and then it's over. Like it's how, how are deal. your coworkers? They're so all far. very nice. That's good. Coworkers are very nice. Um, which is great. You know, it's nice <laughs> to have a lot of coworkers that you, can just talk know, to and it's fine yeah mm-hmm. but i've chill. only worked the 2 p.m to 10 p.m shift so far that's where they start you mm. so in two weeks i will be on the morning shift first six to two and then five to one p.m okay. um and i've heard from everybody who has done their morning shift training or like only works afternoons that the morning is just very different and there really? are some very strong personalities that oh. you just have to deal with so mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting that the morning people are <laughs> the More. harder to work with ones. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Huh. But uh, I I'm not there yet. Do you we'll think see. it's older people? <laughs> I think so. I think it's a lot of older Us people. Us just being on the ageist shift. as fuck. I know. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, uh, this is the ageist episode. But here's the thing: these are the facts of life. Okay. <laughs> it's not everyone, but when you notice who who it is that's who it is okay oh my god this is what people say about fucking immigrants (laughs) no it's like well i can't ignore the trends and statistics that's what they always say 
Uh, but then you look at other factors and it's not actually the fact that they're an immigrant. It's the fact that like <laughs> it's more of a capitalistic effect yeah, exactly. than an actual yeah, like, people have personal no effect. Like no, this. they really don't. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> it's fine. We're gonna leave this alone. There's no correlation. There's no corroborating. I don't remember the word corroborating evidence. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm too oh, hyper off of this fucking energy drink. Bro. You're too too I'm hyped, hyped now. I'm hyped up. I'm hyped up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna bring it down. Okay. Uh, Good luck. <laughs> God. Oh, the worst so part funny. of starting work though the worst part yeah is that i pass out when i get home right i take my shower and i fall yeah. asleep yeah i can't sleep on the weekends if i'm not working i can't sleep oh. i'm up until like three or four in the morning just like because you looking haven't at the ex- ceiling used enough energy yeah so you probably need to fucking i need to exercise <laughs> i don't want to you need to like fucking throw shit around you know yeah i need to do something so i need to just like incorporate something on the days that i'm off or did you ever start (laughs) did you ever uh try tart cherry juice remember when i was drinking tart cherry juice yeah i do remember this (gasps) i I haven't tried that yet i highly recommend okay trying it um Mm. just get the concentrate and mix it with water okay I'll try and it. I used to like put little. Oh, I used to. Oh, I used to mix it with a Lacroix. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like my that. my little evening, like late afternoon bev, <laughs> and like it makes me really calm. Or if I was like a, you know, it was like later in the evening, I would just like take a shot of it, take mm-hmm. a shot of the concentrate, and let it hit. Yeah, <laughs> and I would feel it. I would feel it. Because yeah. I remember I was taking an MCAT course that ended yes. at midnight because yes. I was a fucking nut. I remember that. <laughs> well, it was the only one available that summer. Mm-hmm. And so, and I wanted to just like go to bed and wake up early right. to study. So then I would just like, because if I, if I stayed on the computer until midnight, then it's really hard for me to go to sleep. So mm-hmm. I would just take knock back my shot in the last hour. <laughs> Yeah, and then pass the fuck out. Yeah, and then go to Done. bed. Yeah, it worked pretty uh, well. Good. Yeah, I just need to figure out a better routine. Something that I, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and I was complaining about this, and then I was like, I think I need to do exercise, like figure something out. Mm. Like, I don't know that I want to join a gym because I'd mm. have to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. But then I was like, oh, but what if I got back into yoga? Like that would actually oh, be so helpful. I, I miss doing yoga, yoga multiple times a week. It would really help me like center my mind and get that physical movement that I need on yeah. days when I'm not working. Um, so I think I get paid for like a real paycheck this upcoming week. And I think I'm going to do like a little yoga trial membership and Ooh, try to go. Do you have a place you'll go? I've been looking at places and truly none place. of them are appealing. I, know. I, don't know I need you, you to send it to me to again. I need place. you to send it to me again because I don't really care. I'll go. Um, if it's far? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um, so I've been looking around and like truly <laughs> I know we've talked about the like the whiteness of oh, yoga baby, practice, right? 
we've talked about this before personally <laughs> but truly these studios are like all white people oh is that why you're willing to drive for my sister okay yes i think her- i will co support your sister and it's not like you know it's not like <laughs> i don't have anything against white yoga yeah. instructors if they're good yeah but i'm less likely to want to even go if i only see white people mm. in the instructor so list. i would i don't know how her demographic is i feel like it's still the same it's similar i'm sure she might be the only brown person yeah i don't there. know yeah i don't know if that's <laughs> exactly true but she's worked at multiple studios so i don't actually know about this new one she works at but it seems like a very um uh trendy you know that kind of <sighs> studio but Which she she it. likes to integrate as much as she can, you know, mm-hmm. as much as I've asked her about this. I was like, do you have to, like, do what the studio wants you to do regarding, like, your teaching style of yoga? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes, like, there's certain things, like, we have to abide by. But obviously, it's not, like, a very strict thing. If it was super strict and very, very removed from yoga, I wouldn't work there. Right. <laughs> you know, and if I, it was that I bad, that. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I'm not, like... I'm not like saying like it has to be pure and original yeah. or whatever. Like that's oh, yeah. not it. It's just like they're so white <laughs> that it feels uncomfortable to yeah. be oh, non-white or not skinny. To, oh, oh in these spaces, like <gasps> looking at the teacher roster is really yes. important to me yes. that I see body diversity and also like cultural diversity. Like yes. that's actually very important to me. So it's not it's not just like a I want a more like true yogic experience. Right. It's really just like, I want to know that I feel comfortable here. Absolutely. And that is usually not in studios full of white instructors. Only. Yeah. Cause the thing is I got into yoga in my hometown. Like, uh, you know, when I was living with my parents in mm-hmm. my break during college mm-hmm. and that studio, the teacher, she's Chinese. And we're mm-hmm. still friends. Like she's amazing. I love it. And, it was a very diverse group, like a, a of people who were doing it. It was mostly like mostly women, but mm-hmm. still very diverse and very body diverse too. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to the the big yoga studio in our college town, it was mm-hmm. very different. And the thing is, I didn't the one mind- that we went to together. Yes. See, and I really liked that studio just because the practice felt yes better. But the thing is, it kind of it kind of shifted. By the end, probably after yes, you already graduated true. and I was still going that last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Um, it really shifted. A lot of the teachers I liked started leaving, mm. which makes me think that it was kind of a studio thing. Like maybe they had maybe. to change around what they did. and mm-hmm. um, So, which is kind of unfortunate. It's one of the biggest like teaching studios in North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway... But yeah, yeah, I mean, I've talked to my sister about this a lot about like, oh, the pureness of yoga versus like making it more accessible for people here, which is yeah. an important thing. It is important. And I don't mean to like imply that I don't want it to be accessible. For sure. But yes, but there I, is a line. There is a yeah, line. Yeah, there's a line that um, I feel is necessary. Because even if a white instructor makes it really pure, even that can be very tricky. Like even that can be very Absolutely. uncomfortable. Yeah, so I'm, like, I am looking to see what they're, like, if they have a free class or if they have a cheaper kind of new student experience for any of these. Just so that I can go and try the studio out because you really just have to go. Most do have a trial thing. 
They do. There no but none of these have like a free class, which I think is oh, that kind of kind of annoying. But okay. yeah, also <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not sure, but okay. Oh, she also I also I don't know if she's still doing this, but she was telling me that she is creating her own class that is like uh specifically for chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Um which is just like I think is integrating what yoga is meant for like mm-hmm. very much for wellness and not just like a fitness thing you know yeah um yeah that's maybe my problem with like a lot of studios it's like yes. let's do the most difficult things possible like versus workout. like <laughs> this flow is meant to help you center your body and here's how we're gonna do it and like if you need to your... modify here's the mod exactly, here are the modifications exactly. some studios don't even offer modifications like instructors yeah. don't offer them and which i think is so prohibitive me. Yeah. It's like not everybody can move that way. Yeah. Even young people, like young people, old people, everyone in in between, like not everyone can move mm. in all of these ways with at first or at all. Mm. And you offer no incentive for modification or like no options for modification yeah. of a movement. And like you can only, be really difficult. You would only know the modifications if you've been to many yoga studios. Yeah. So it is a barrier for people who are beginners. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I just, I have a problem with, uh, like, I have a problem with inaccessibility in yoga, which would be, like, offering modifications or having tools like blocks or bands or whatever to help ease movements for people. And also instructors who, uh, like, I personally like a more hands-on experience, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate instructors who ask, like, if you don't want me to touch you, put, you know, do this thing at your mat. Right, for any assistance or, like correcting postures right. i i really appreciate that and in, in instructors who offer that because it's helpful for me to feel what it's supposed to feel like exactly, versus yeah. just looking at somebody um but i think i found a local studio that i would like to try mm. but please also send me your sister's studio yeah, for, sure, for sure i don't mind driving because a lot of the local ones are not my favorite yeah. i've been to a couple of them and i even like them yeah or i don't like or their websites are weird and i don't so like them. <laughs> websites, websites are important are, okay yeah, their websites are important. websites are important <laughs> If I can't find all the information I'm looking for on your website or it's poorly made or like just I can't navigate it, uh-huh. I'm quite tech savvy. If I can't navigate your website, we have an issue. <laughs> true. So, Honestly, true. I just like you I'm know, not gonna go. You know I what? Can't. You know what website sucks? My fucking <laughs> school's website. Oh my god. The school thing is, websites are trash. The thing dude. is, it looks great. Mm-hmm. But if I can't find a web page from googling exactly what the web page is for yep that's like wild to me like how am i not able to be like oh you know name of my school book a study room and it doesn't i mm-hmm. can't find it and i have to yep. like figure out reverse engineer how i did where this, this is hidden <laughs> or yeah. even for like a maintenance request i couldn't mm-hmm. just look up maintenance request and find it i had to like go back through whatever emails i did before that i've done it before mm-hmm. and i don't even know how i found it the first time it was probably like <laughs> such like a half an hour of searching for this yeah it's, it's kind of wild just, i can't deal with it so um i i think i found too a studio <laughs> i know we are it's too much i found a studio that has like a very informative website with teachers who have different body sizes body shapes mm. and there's one black teacher on the roster great yes. <laughs> you know but like it's not all 
white people, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, that um, is, and they all have like better. personal bios and talk about their experience with yoga, which was nice to read through a little bit. And it's still pretty close. I like how I was complaining about like going to a gym and having to leave my house, but, but I will like leave my house for yoga. for yoga. I don't like doing Absolutely. it at home. Absolutely. <laughs> I yeah, because like yoga is so. hard to do. It's interesting to me because, like, you go to a gym to do very solo exercise, yes. right? Yes. Yoga is kind of meant to do in a group mm-hmm. traditionally. Like, I feel such a different energy doing it with a group of people. Even if I, I am agree. in, like, a, oh, this is kind of a hokey, really white studio. Like, mm-hmm. for me, because I did it, I mean, it would probably be hard for me to return to that. But mm-hmm. because I did it for so long and so consistently, I could kind of, like, zone out and not really care. It takes right. some time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same with going to the gym. Like, you're really yes. self-conscious at first, and then you kind of just do it, or you're, like, whatever about it. Right. But, but like, something about doing yoga with people is, it just hits different, and then having it an does. instructor guide mm-hmm. you so that you're first of all not going to hurt yourself because yes. that is pretty important it is pretty <laughs> yeah. important I, I don't think people realize that yoga is like it's not necessarily dangerous but if you're doing it incorrectly you can really mm-hmm. like mess something up yeah um, I mean between the combination of like stretch and strength you can yeah, hurt yourself for sure <laughs> quickly for sure. you can like so, overstretch like people yes. don't realize if they're doing one posture too frequently that it's also mm-hmm. not good yeah um so yeah. yeah I agree there's like a component of yoga that is important to do in the same space as others and like other people who take it you know fairly seriously and not just to like oh this is how I get ripped yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah you, that is a side effect of yoga for me yeah not the purpose yes the purpose is more spiritual mind centering slowing down it's like like yoga is the meditation for mm-hmm. me. I have a hard time doing yoga sit is, down and meditate. Yeah, yoga, yoga is, is meditation. I yes, yeah, people... it is a a way to for me to connect with me. It yes. really like something that yoga has taught me is to like sit in your body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really focus on what you're doing in your body. Yeah. be more mindful about it. it I, I find when I do yoga more, I'm less clumsy because I'm paying attention. Yeah. <gasps> I, I'm so clumsy. Because the, the thing is, it helps your balance without you having to like, you don't only have to do balance poses to improve it. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Like, you only do like maybe two balance poses in a normal yoga class, but everything mm-hmm. you're doing is improving your posture and your strength. Yes. So that you are, you know, more balanced and you're less clumsy. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel more sprightly <laughs> and, yes. like, more sure-footed when I've been doing yoga a lot. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, like, if you say you have flatter feet, my arches also improved greatly when I started doing yoga consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, the I, shifts I, in I know your when body I, is... Yeah, it's so obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how much better it gets i notice when i do start doing yoga again after not doing it for a little bit Mm. my feet hurt like my feet and ankles get really um sore because i'm balancing on them in ways that i don't usually do yeah yeah so like i do notice that my feet and arches always feel better like so i think it would just be a good way for me to add additional movement on the days where i'm not working if i can like go to a yoga class for sure so I've been looking at studios because I need to sleep on the weekends. I can't stay up late. <laughs> I'm such a night owl, but I cannot stay up late. My like 
even if though I only I start work at 2 p.m. Like I can't sleep all day until then. I have to get up and like I have such bad ADHD. If I don't do something for me, yeah, I will be miserable for the rest yeah. of the day. Like it'll affect my whole it's, week. So I have to get up and start doing things that I want to do before I have to go to work for eight hours. Yeah. It's wild to me that I agree that I'm a night owl. I can like work I can be more productive at night, but it's not good for my mental health. No. And so it's like, so what shitty. is up? <laughs> what know. is up with that? What's the truth? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love staying up late, doing things late at night, but if I don't sleep and then get up early enough, I'm pissed off. <laughs> I need the daytime. Like, yeah, upset. It's weird. It's weird, but I'm trying to do better mm-hmm. with that too. It's My been nice been to just be able place. to fall asleep. Like I've rarely stayed up past one after work. That was a very like weird night where I didn't fall asleep as right. soon as I got in bed. Right. But I've been asleep by twelve o'clock most every night. Which is, I mean, I get off at ten, home by ten thirty, shower, shower, do and things. like the hour long kind of wind down. Maybe have yeah. a snack. Yeah. Like I just I need a little bit of time uh, before I, I can lo- actually oh, that sleep. Sounds so it's nice. nice. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I have a great time. On a few nights a week, I get to watch one of our friend streams that I haven't been able to watch uh-huh. very consistently. So I get to like hang out and listen to her on my drive home. Oh yeah, that's nice. Just see friends for a little bit. Um, because like I haven't been up. I, I mean, like I've been awake, but not in a place where I like watch Twitch right late right for a while. So it's just been a, kind of nice to like be able to hang out for a minute for and sure. spend time with her and our friends who frequent that community more so than others and like so that's been just like a little bonus that I'm actually awake and have the energy to hang out for mm. a minute a company on my drive home you know it's yeah nice. a routine yeah obviously. wow routine imagine <laughs> it feels good <laughs> I, know. I, know. Yeah. I don't know what that's like I feel very uh, without a routine these days despite despite like things going well and things being a little more productive or whatever it's still Mm. i still feel like i need like to get a a handle on a routine (laughs) but i i i am looking forward to my next semester does i bizarrely enough because i have an adm class Mm -hmm. oh god i know i know but hold on (laughs) hear me out Mm -hmm. (laughs) i have a class i have classes from 8 to 11 Mm -hmm. right and then I'm pretty sure my lab, I'm not sh- for certain on this, but I'm pretty sure my lab time will be like 1, 2, 3, 1 to 3 okay. p.m. Yeah. And then I'm done. Whereas mm. nowadays I have stuff, I also just have stuff at 8 a.m. sometimes. And then I have classes from 1 to 3 and then I'm exhausted after class. Right. You know? But mm-hmm. now, like, I'll be done with actual lectures early and can get started on studying much earlier if I have mm-hmm. a gap or if I don't have any labs, then I can finish really early in the day and have yeah. like a much more normal evening routine, I think. Yeah. That than I do be, now. That'll probably be nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that next semester. I'm also going to be in a solo dorm. So it'll be like, yes, I can Bless. don't have to worry about like scheduling, showering and cooking and stuff like that. It'll just right. be better. Just be you. I think. Yeah. I'm excited for you. And like, for I can play music that. whenever I <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah. It's just going to be, you know, it's just yeah. going to be a better time. 
Yeah, it's been very nice because I've been like pretty firm with myself about routine mm. since starting work, which has helped a lot, truly. So like I get up, I try to get up at eight. Some days I'm just a little extra tired. So I stay in bed until like nine or nine 30 and that's okay. I'm mm. not like, I'm not sleeping until 11 or 12 because that would stress me out if I then had to go to work so soon after that. Right. But you know, I have a couple of hours in the morning to like play my game because <laughs> I like to play a game <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> and then at 1130 or 12, depending on where I'm at, if I'm like ready to go eat lunch or whatever, mm-hmm. I get up, leave my phone, turn off my computer and I go eat my lunch and read a book. Oh. I make my lunch, eat and read. And that's it. And Look then at you. I know around 12 30, 12 45, I get ready for work. So, like, I'm gonna try to do my hair tonight so that tomorrow I just have to like smooth it before work. I'm yeah. not like actually trying to do my hair because that again will stress me out if I'm trying to do my hair right before work. <laughs> oh my god, so yes. I'll like you know smooth my hair down, make sure it looks okay, throw on some eyebrow product because my eyebrows are non existent, and then. Uh, just put my clothes on and I'm good to go. Nice. Like, I make it, I try, I'm trying to make it easy for myself to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that it's better for me if I wear my Birkenstocks to my car <laughs> with my socks. <laughs> I love this. And then I put my, my <gasps> sneakers on when I get to work, like in my car before I go inside. Okay. And then Wait, as why? soon as I'm done with work, Wait, I take on. them off and put my Birkenstocks on. Do, oh, are your sneakers uncomfortable? No, they're pretty comfortable. I just like hate the feeling. Yeah, is this, like I, a, is this a neurodivergent thing? I think so. <laughs> I I, I don't like how like you know how sneakers contained. feel. Yes. I don't like it. <gasps> I like um, fashionable sneakers because they are not meant to be so clingy all the time. Yeah, but like athletic sneakers and sneakers that are better for your feet, of course. Yeah, I, <laughs> are I'm, just tight, and I, I don't feel like that it. Way too. And I, I was like, like it, am so. I just wearing the wrong, like, I I know I'm getting the right size, because if I size mm-hmm. up, it's always too big, so, like, obviously yeah. this is the size. But, yeah, I feel the same way. That's why yeah. I just prefer a sandal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love a sandal. I love, like, I like a chunky fashion sneaker, because they're just, yeah. like, not con- constraining. Right. Not tight on my feet, which is what I need. Um, but it's also like I think having that extra hour of not wearing my shoes between my drive to work and my drive back, having mm-hmm. that extra hour of not having those on my feet, especially True. coming home, yeah. like my feet have been are probably swelling from the full day of work, which is okay. It doesn't it's not like painful swelling or anything, but it just gives my feet time to relax and not be standing on them. Right. Like, because as soon as I get home, I, you know, I get in the shower and stuff. So, like, I then have to stand for a little bit longer. True, true, so, true, true. it just gives my feet That's a little I, bit of oh, more time you know, to breathe I mean, and relax. I know you were saying your Birkenstocks are your comfort shoe after work, mm-hmm. but the Crocs, baby. I don't wear my Crocs outside of my house, or yes. Okay, well, you need outside Crocs then. It's it's sounding like. <laughs> I prescribe you. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm, I'm a doctor. <laughs> outside crocs for your after work uh foot routine (laughs) thank you because okay because i do the same thing i'm realizing whenever i have like a lab and i'm wearing 
scrubs. We're technically mm-hmm. not allowed to wear Crocs to like right. a lab or like our small groups. Mm-hmm. Technically, people get away with it. Um, so sometimes I live life on the edge and just wear my Crocs with my scrub. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing: everyone in a clinic wears scrubs with their Crocs. Okay, mm-hmm. so many that's like so normal in clinics. So I don't understand why they're so against it here. But whatever, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah, um, but, but I'll wear and I have like nice sneakers. I have the on cloud sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, very fancy and they are comfortable. But I feel the same way. Like they just don't. Like, they're comfortable, I guess. Right. But I don't want to feel them on my feet. Yeah, for that I don't want to feel them. You know? I don't. So <laughs> I'll also sometimes just wear those to whatever I have to go to. And if mm-hmm. I'm still wearing scrubs for the rest of the day, like, just because I don't want to change, I will change mm-hmm. into my Crocs. Yeah. And wear that for the rest of the day. I just need a leisure shoe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Yeezys like, are outside. the answer for you, Fuck my off. <laughs> No, dude. <laughs> Fuck off, bro. <gasps> honestly, I honestly, can't. Yeezys are so tourist season. <laughs> That's the disgusting. I cannot believe you luxury. would say that. I cannot believe you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeezy season. Oh bro, my god. It's... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm screaming. Okay. I can't send this. I cannot condone anything associated with Kanye ever. Okay. Shut (laughs) up. We are not. (laughs) I can't believe you. Oh my god. Okay. I hate this. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. My energy drink is hitting. Oh, it's so good. It tastes like peaches. oh man okay you must be stopped you must be stopped cut <laughs> off dude oh okay. <laughs> taking some deep breaths calm <laughs> i am calm uh, oh anyway sorry like, dude we just Jesus ranted Christ. about shoes and yoga yeah like... that was so long good god it's all good we need to catch it's been up a minute clearly. since we caught our this yeah we talk about the important things okay i know we do (laughs) this is just our normal conversation (laughs) it's fine oh my god oh man okay (laughs) do we want to talk about the astrology we need to talk about we need to move on we need to move on (laughs) let's do it okay okay this week well we were going to talk about last week as well right yes kind of where we've been and where we're going yeah where we've been where we're going okay let's talk about mercury retrograde Woo! well okay actually last week last week had a just a series of events okay (laughs) a series of events a series of important events we Mm -hmm. had at the very end of aries season a new moon solar eclipse Yes. Okay. Oh, it was delightful, actually. Yes, it was. It was eye opening. Mm -hmm. It was like I said, like my the beginning of my week was a little stressful. And then Mm -hmm. all this all of these transits happened after that. That was on four twenty, wasn't it? So it was kinda like the like midnight four twenty. Uh uh huh. So the beginning of that day. 
Yes. Um, Got it. Or the day before. I guess it depends on your time zone. But for mm-hmm. uh, for like our time zone, it was midnight mm-hmm. um, on Thursday. Yes. Got it. Um, then uh, Thursday night, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, gosh. I don't know. When the sun actually entered um, Taurus. Glass up. It was basically the afternoon on 420. 420 is such an appropriate day for Taurus season. I think it's usually the first day. Yes. <laughs> I gotta say. Then the next day Mercury went retrograde. Okay. So uh-huh. oh my God. <laughs> so lots of energy, obviously. Um I found it really interesting that like literally right when the the sun was leaving Aries getting into Taurus, we have this solar eclipse and then we just like move into Taurus. Yeah. Like Wow. Yeah. It was kinda <laughs> kind of a lot. But I mean I for one love I mean you and I both love Taurus season. We do. You as an earth sign, me as yes. a Taurus moon, I think. Earth signs. Wow. Wow. And we were, <laughs> we were saying that earth seasons are just like, I don't know, we can just take a breath. <laughs> we can take stock of what it's we're so, doing. You it's know? so interesting. Yeah. Like you, you say that and I completely agree with you. And then at the same time, I'm like, but it's like hustle season. You yes. Know? It's just, I feel like. I think I said this earlier when we were just briefly talking about this before the pod, but it is so grounding in an earth season that it just, it's helpful for all of these things. For sure. For sure. Like you said, taking stock, but also getting your hustle going. Mm. (laughs) Like groundwork. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily, I'm not averse to working hard. (laughs) Right. If you can believe it. (laughs) I think the obstacles for me Mm-hmm. to get stuff done is like mental emotional things yes and those things are heightened during air water and fire mm-hmm. seasons absolutely okay? uh absolutely. like fire season is definitely like uh kind of the more uh what am i trying to say more aggressive emotions and water mm-hmm. signs are more the melancholic emotions yes and air seasons are much mentally intellectually stimulating in almost yes. an overstimulating way absolutely um so very overwhelming so i think compared to all of that an earth season is very like what do we need to get done yes (laughs) okay and then we're Mm -hmm. going home and then we're Mm -hmm. doing what we got to do we're getting paid okay i'm here to get paid what do i need to do because later i'm gonna go home take a bubble bath and drink some wine yes and that's it absolutely And i'm not gonna talk to anyone yeah (laughs) I mean, if we if we want to look at the earth signs, um, like Capricorn is very much like, let me hustle, hustle, hustle. So I have like investments and just wealth. Let me build my 401k. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Um, And Virgo is kind of like, let me it's kind of like, let me get all the resources so that I can share them with people because Virgo is very like giving and caring. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's it's a little more I mean I think all the mutable signs are a little like community based yes and then for Taurus it's like I'm gonna get my bag <laughs> and go home yes and not speak to any of you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and I live for yes. this this energy okay Oof, it's so good I love um, Taurus season I, I love a Taurus we're so biased towards Taurus we and are. it makes me want to find out if there are any signs who don't work mesh well with the Taurus, I'm sure there are. 
I'm positive there are. <laughs> oh, I know there are. Because yeah. like we've talked about with Tauruses before, whether it was offline or on the podcast, I can't remember. We recognize that, and I say this and I don't mean it negatively, mm-hmm. Tauruses are selfish. Oh, they yeah. want what they want for yeah. them. And there are signs and people who mm. have other signs who don't like people who come off as selfish. Mm, they yeah. think like oh you're not living to serve your community wow get lost where like i feel like virgos kind of admire that trait yeah. where like okay you work for you and get your bag i'm pulled in so many different directions all the time and, like, because i, I really I feel a need like to that. help yeah, yeah i wish i could be more selfish like that yeah. so and then i think capricorns admire it as well but they're like just so caught up in their own hustle for that sure. it's like hard well, to I'm- Capricorns are always like, well, let me go beyond that, though. Like, yes, exactly. They're ahead. always pushing for more, for sure. Like more streams of income, and a Taurus is like, I have a job; it pays what I needed to pay. <laughs> yeah, Taurus and then I can care. go home and disconnect. Taurus doesn't care about accolades or even like per- outside perception, yes, whereas Virgo exactly. cares a lot about outside perception. And Capricorns, and Capricorns care, care about, about accolades. accolades for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, for so sure. it's just like. I think it's a bit among earth signs, uh, Taurus, they're t- admirable Taurus traits, but then for, there are definitely other signs that like don't appreciate the mm. quote unquote selfish nature of yeah. a Taurus. Whereas like, it's not really selfish. It's very much like I stay in my own lane energy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's like, I, like it's a selfishness <laughs> that's not, um, it's not really malicious towards anyone at all, at all. It is not malicious. It is just. Right, it's just I'm here to get my bag, and then I'm gonna leave. And, and if it, and if it is, that's fine. If there is a Taurus that's just manipulative in a selfish way, like there's something else going on. Yes, <laughs> you know, that is not I just don't Taurus see them energy. Wanting really. to put the effort to even do that. Yeah, you know? that's a lot of effort you have to put into manipulate. I know, to manipulate not Taurus to gaslight girl boss. I mean, yeah, we're just girl not, bossing. We're alone. just girl bossing <laughs> by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, one of my best friends. Is a Virgo sun, Taurus moon, and Capricorn rising. Oh, what? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> no. I'm not Have joking. they ever cried in their lifetime? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, okay. The Taurus moon, I think, is a bit more sensitive than other Earth signs, honestly. And Virgos are sensitive. We just don't want you to know it. No, she cries. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but it is just, like, it's so good for me. That's yeah. my like big Virgo friendship, and she's yeah. one of my best friends. Um, so it's like our relationship is very important to me because she's such a grounding person to be with. Mm. You know, uh, like very Torian, and like we love to shop together. It's yes. truly a treat. Uh, getting those expensive things that we mm. may or may not actually have the finances mm. for, but we love. Mm. You know, <laughs> getting <laughs> these nice things that we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> simply because we deserve it and then like i mean one of the hardest working people i know and so generous with her time truly like all of the best traits of all of the earth signs yeah all of it she's got all of it and then she's got a fat ass and a a fiery temper so i love it (laughs) we have a great time (laughs) that's my best friend oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) I'm screwed. That's so funny. 
I know. Yeah, like Tauruses, they just give me like movie star energy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You know what but I mean? In the best, like the best way, not the messy way. No. Yeah, that's why I'm saying movie Ooh. star. I'm not okay. really saying celebrity. Yes. Right. I'm movie saying star. like a mm-hmm. like a very impressive movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I know I know a Taurus movie star. I think Robert Pattinson is a Taurus. I think he is a Taurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> and you know how, like, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Confirm. You know, how, you know how, I mean, Robert Pattinson is like, he's like super talented but super humble, and he's kind of like, I do the roles I want, and then I go home. Like, I don't care about the rest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, May thirteenth, he um, is a Taurus. And then, yeah, like even Keanu. I mean, Keanu Reeves is a Virgo, I believe. But yes. I, he's a triple similar, Virgo. Wait, really? Yes, he's a triple Virgo. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know the the just like earthy, like abundant, but like not not too involved. Like air mm-hmm. signs are so like like fucking shut up. And I'm saying that as a yeah. very air dominant person, like, right? Leave right. everything alone. Like it is not that big of a deal. Keep your nose out of everyone else's business. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hard. I'm so fucking nosy. I, I'm, so, I'm so tempted to I haven't done it yet because I just think it will just be my downfall but I'm so tempted mm-hmm. to download Yik Yak and just know everything that's going <gasps> Not on Yik here. Yak dude oh <laughs> Bitch, my god the, the ultimate tea, gossip app all of the tea is spilled I love it on Yik Yak here um, oh anyway but yeah, yeah so so my favorite me. thing about Robert Pattinson is that for the Batman movie, you know, Batman is like ripped, right? Yeah. Robert Pattinson like, is like, I'm not working yes. out. Yes. And that is You exactly can't make me and I'm not going to do it. That's yes. exactly a Taurus exactly. attitude. He was like, no. That's it. Period. No. He's like, no. The answer is no. I won't. Thanks. <laughs> See you on set. I'm not oh, doing it. Oh, you're telling me not to eat? No. You want me to eat chicken breast for the next six months? Yeah. No. Imagine telling a Taurus not to eat. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, such a treat. Love yeah. So it's it's gonna be an interesting time because like you will first of all, you need to tend to your needs. Like it is non-negotiable. If mm-hmm. you need to lay around and eat if you need to like take a day of rest if you need to say no to plans you know mm-hmm. like um it is only gonna benefit your hustle like we're not said, playing games this season this it's not listen it's not worth it to try and be all mixy mixy okay mm-hmm. and whatever like you're not gonna get cut any corners you're not gonna get anything like anytime sooner if you just like stretch yourself thin okay that's kind of the lesson is like taking care of yourself is so that you get the things that are the most important done Mm -hmm. um and it's not about rushing it um it may feel like you don't get much done this weekend or not this weekend this 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 month or this season Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of like not about doing anything quickly it's about prioritizing Mm -hmm. um which i think is so i think i love tour season so much because that's something i struggle with a lot right is really prioritizing and getting things done incrementally instead of just like having all of my 
you know, all of you, just too many, too many things going on at once and not finishing anything. Right. Exactly. Very Gemini <laughs> rising things. Very Gemini. And rising we'll get us. to Gemini <laughs> season soon. So just yes. save the mixy mixy yes. for later. Save it for the summer. It's honestly why like summer uh, in the Northern hemisphere, summer is the ideal time for socializing between Gemini, Cancer season, and Leo season. Mm. Like, these are all, in my opinion, the most sociable seasons. Right. You right. should be out there. Yeah. You this... should be out here doing <laughs> things, enjoying life. Yeah, yeah. Take your vacations. I'm, I'm telling you right now, preemptively, take your vacations. <laughs> I've already taken off, like, three weeks this summer. Okay. Yeah. I just got yeah. a job. I'm still taking my time yeah. this summer. Thank you very much. <laughs> Non-negotiable. Right. Yeah. For sure. It is definitely. This may be part of prioritizing your self-care this season. Yeah. In my opinion. Planning, is planning your vacations. Planning the vacations for summer. That's pretty. That's pretty on point. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. No, no, no. I like that. I like it. But yeah, it's just like. Oh, you know, uh, something I've heard is that Taurus season is springtime mm-hmm. and all of these things are like slowly blooming or like mm-hmm. think of a plant sprouting yes. and no one, I mean, you would be a dick if you just like went to a plant and were like, hurry up. Yeah. You <laughs> know, you can't faster. rush. You know, you can't rush it. Yeah. And it's the most beautiful, natural pace, mm-hmm. um, which is like just really important for Taurus seasons. I think it's a really good metaphor for that. Absolutely. Um, it's a very romantic, slow season. I just want to, I want to take a bath with candlelight. Yes. <laughs> you know? Very that. Um, and like have, have a glass of wine oh, or a hot chocolate. <laughs> hot chalky. Yeah, hot chalky. <laughs> um, you know, to- I was speaking of that, Taurus is the, the toddler of mm-hmm. the zodiac and I, I'm, I feel like I've spoken about this before is that like we just talked imagine, about it in combination with Aries season yeah, yeah like imagine the the needs of your toddler self you know your baby self is very impulsive and needs like to like control its feelings and things like that not control but like navigate their feelings I guess mm-hmm. whereas your toddler self just like it wants a fucking snack it wants a nap it wants to have like get pent out energy pent up energy out and mm-hmm. have like a little tantrum every once in a while yeah. you know um maybe it needs some time alone it, it's just very it's very it's very that it's very inner child times mm-hmm. right now yeah i would also say in this like self-care attitude that a taurus carries it's also a lot of self-soothing Mm. Uh, which goes along with the toddler thing very yeah. well. Toddlers have to learn how to self-soothe. And part of that is maybe spending time alone or like just having the chocolate milk. Having Why? The chocolate there's milk. no reason to fight that all the time. Just have the chocolate milk. Yeah. It's fine. I did that yesterday. I was kind of like. <laughs> it's indulgent. I was getting it's some delightful. some like snacks and food or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I want chocolate though. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get, get a little chocolate. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You don't, we don't need to, to deny about, yourself nice yeah, things. We don't have to like write a thesis on why and what, what, like just get the chocolate. Yeah, just <laughs> have it. Um, and it's, it's much more than just like, oh, let me schedule one day of self care. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's meant to be a very ongoing act every mm-hmm. day, checking in with your needs. Um, 
and yeah, just absolutely. you know balancing that as much as possible with your busy life right um so yeah and and you know what we're saying about like quote unquote doing the bare minimum and going home is really about like making some boundaries mm-hmm. of like what you will and what you won't accept yes um and i think about a lot about like gentle parenting Mm-hmm. When it comes to this is like, I think to me, and I'm not a parent, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but to me, like what gentle parenting is, is checking in with the child's needs and not crossing any boundaries and also not bringing your triggers into those interactions either. Oh, yes. Being like very Oof. objective about that. That's um, a huge one. And And that's difficult. That's why people who are doing gentle parenting are having like such emotional breakthroughs by doing that Mm -hmm. um it's really it's really like maturing in a way Mm -hmm. um so yeah like i i just love this season so much i feel like it teaches me so much about like what i'm gonna do onward for like the the rest of my year yeah Taurus season is great it's one of my favorite seasons coming out of the dreariness of winter into spring and you really feel it and like yeah, I, I agree. I always, like, learn a little bit about myself mm. during Taurus season and how to better self-soothe and, like, manage the chaos of my life. And, like, right. I think it's kind of um interesting that this year, in the start of our Saturn return, <laughs> Taurus <laughs> season is, like, the start of me finding routine again and, like, yeah, learning how to do the things that I want to do without spreading myself too thin or like making sure I have a schedule to be able to accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish and like, you know, working all that out. It's like a nice little perk of tourist season that I also feel more in touch with myself right now. And I'm thinking about ways that I can make myself feel even better than I already do because I feel like a million times better working again and Definitely. sleeping that's well at so, night and yeah, doing so physical labor during the day because <laughs> uh, i feel like uh when we were first you know we haven't uh been in contact as much just because we've been busy yeah but i feel like when we were first texting each other and you were talking about the job i was worried that it was just like exhausting and terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> which i'm sure it was probably at first in but, some aspects yeah yeah <laughs> but sometimes having to do that like realizing oh there's this hustle that I need to do is Mm -hmm. like well let me figure out how to best take care of myself all around that work time right so that it's just easier exactly um and honestly this week's astrology is really good for all of this oh man (laughs) to be honest let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it I think it's gonna be you know I talked a couple weeks ago about this like really expansive transit about learning your life vision and stuff which i'm sure was overwhelming i had an amazing tarot reading and journaling for that day and then had to go right back into studying (laughs) so so i had the moment but i just felt how difficult it was to fit in because it was like okay these two hours of doing this or whatever is up and now like i'm back to the you know grind the grind and i probably have to reread that because because like what the fuck did i even write about but at the time it was amazing Mm -hmm. um so if you did that it's a good week to look back at that if you didn't do that because it is kind of a lot um maybe not everyone is so um 
into getting very spiritual for just a day <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that can be kind of overwhelming right but i think this week um is really supportive of everything that we're talking about mm-hmm. um so tuesday which is the 25th um we have two transits um two sextiles so sun mm-hmm. the sun will sextile saturn the sun being in (laughs) the sun uh, in Taurus and the Saturn's obviously in Pisces right now we keep talking about it we can't shut up about Saturn and Pisces yes (laughs) and then Venus is also um having a sextile with Chiron um so to me these two transits together are really about connecting with your your personal work ethic Mm -hmm. um and also sort of yourself worth and value yes oh that's what i was gonna say about the venus chiron yes exactly it's very much looking at your relationships to yourself yes and like with yourself and with other people even and like the wounds you hold there yes and then like that tying into your self-worth and like all of that yes Ooh, ouch (laughs) so this yeah so i think these they can be ouchy okay Mm -hmm. that can be a little ouchy it's a little delicate it's delicate, but I think since it is sextile, it's going to be much easier on the palette, you know, compared to like mm-hmm. a square, which would be much Yeah, a square would face. be quite tense. Yeah. yeah. A sextile um, is a little less, um, like, yeah, it's just a little bit more subtle yeah. <laughs> than like a square would yeah. be. Because uh, here's the thing. So first I'll talk about the sun and Saturn sextile. Mm-hmm. So it's Taurus and Pisces, what we're talking about. Right. And both of these signs, interestingly enough, have this like stereotype of or stigma of being lazy, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, sure, you may want to see them as very sleepy, like dreamy people. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to be honest, Taurus and Pisces can have an incredible work ethic yes. if the work that they're doing aligns with their values. If it's like yes. valuable to them there's no there's no stopping them from doing the work absolutely pisces if anything pisces will overwork themselves if they find it worth it correct um and tor you know taurus will do you know they're the bull okay mm-hmm. like even though they're very we're talking about them in a very romantic slow way a bull can be quite temperamental and if they have a goal or you know a target <laughs> i guess yep. they can charge towards it very um aggressively as well mm-hmm. um so this transit being about work ethic in these two signs, I think is really significant. It can be like a really perspective as well. Um, or I guess, you know, introspective is what I meant mm-hmm. to say. So, so yeah, like thinking about what you're working towards, which kind of is similar to this transit a couple weeks ago that I was talking about, about your life vision, but maybe yes. think about it less uh, huge <laughs> and less like worldly as that. And more about like, am I satisfied with what I'm doing in work? Mm -hmm. Or is like, if I'm not satisfied in what I'm doing with work, is this a stepping stone to something else? Um, Do I need to refocus what that stepping stone is or what this like, this process looks like? Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of connect with that and, and know that, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I know we talked about, we were obsessed with uh, Jong-un for a while, Kai, yeah. when he had his comeback. Kai. He mm-hmm. had this he had this little guest appearance on a show where he surprised a fan and, like, spent the date with her. 
Um, and she, <laughs> she, she like wrote this letter to him that she kept with her, um, and happened to give to him. And she, she read it for him saying like, you know, she really struggled during the pandemic and didn't know what she was doing with her career and her life. And it was like very difficult for her and seeing him work hard while also struggling. Cause everyone was struggling through similar things during the pandemic. Mm-hmm helped her kind of like get her mindset correct about okay I really need I can't like live like this I have to make some goals I have to do something that's important for me Mm -hmm. and what he said to her you know he was like emotional obviously of course and he he was saying like if you're able to sit with yourself and think to yourself and get you out of that mindset um I mean that just means you're a hardworking person Right. So you don't have to worry about being successful because hardworking people will be successful. Right. Um, yeah. So it was, I, I, I felt that really, cause I think work hard, hardworking people are so hard on themselves Yes. about performing, not doing enough or whatever. Absolutely. Um, but it is true in the long run. If you're working hard towards things that you want, like something good will come out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not for nothing. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that, that relates really well to this transit. It can be a really good time to check in. So this is on Tuesday. Um, that with the Venus and Chiron, like looking at how you speak to yourself, mm-hmm. um, kind of how your inner dialogue mm-hmm. um, is really important. Cause like if you're talking shit about yourself all the time, it's going to be yeah. really hard for you to keep doing the things that you want. I feel like I talk about this a lot, but your inner dialogue is truly so important. Yeah. And I'm not saying this as someone with a perfect inner dialogue. I certainly don't have one, but I have worked very hard to stop shit talking myself Mm -hmm. in my brain. And it has helped so much. Even when I'm in my deepest depressions, I am in the habit of correcting my inner dialogue so readily that it is much easier for me to be like, okay, stop. Don't say that. Right. We're not saying that right. we're turning. We're just like, and like for me, I'm not even changing the dialogue. I'm just stopping it. And right? that's, a, and that's that like can be enough. a huge step for sure. That's a huge step in adjusting your inner dialogue is just like stopping these thoughts mm. when you have them. Noticing that you're like being too hard on yourself for no reason. You're saying things that aren't true about yourself. Right. 100%. These things that you're like trying, your brain is saying that you're saying to yourself, they're not true. Right. So, immediately stop pull it back Mm. and move on to a different thought you know if like you're not in the place to change that whatever you said and like change it Mm. so it's a true statement about Mm. you that reflects more positively like that is a huge effort but yeah I've worked so hard to change my inner dialogue so that even when I'm my most depressed I can like stop that and try to figure out like, okay, why am I feeling that way? Right. And how can I shift to feel even a little bit better? Mm-hmm. What do I need right now? Do I just need to have a snack? Do I need to take a shower? Yeah. Do I need to take a nap? And like- <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting you say that. Like if you really, if you want to ex- do this a little more deeply mm-hmm. and we're talking about Chiron, which is about your wounds and we're also in Taurus season, which is about your inner child. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's very much like if you have that kind of inner dialogue very automatically, mm-hmm. it's like what is the origin of that? Yes. Too? Like what what made you? Because we don't innately just start talking to ourselves like that, right? Um, 
like was you know we don't have to go too deeply into it to solve it Mm -hmm. but just recognizing like oh this isn't you know this isn't normal (laughs) okay yeah like this was something that was ingrained at a young age where I didn't have the tools to stop it Mm -hmm. um so now it is kind of just an automatic thing but Mm -hmm. now that I'm older (laughs) I can stop it and I can yes shift it to be like okay what am I needing right now like yes like what is it what is it that I'm actually in need of that I'm trying to avoid by just talking down to myself exactly um yeah a lot of my problems with my inner dialogue stem from being um a fat child yeah so the things that people would say to me got Mm -hmm. so ingrained in my inner dialogue and things that my parents unintentionally ingrained Mm -hmm. in me Mm -hmm. that I'm still trying to heal you know like we're all doing this right? right but like that's really where I struggle a lot so I really have been having a hard time like feeling like I don't know I go through these periods of delusional confidence like we've talked we talked Mm. about a couple weeks ago (laughs) but like I've been having a hard time connecting with that yeah because I've been so down on myself but again since I started working and my like body is tired it keeps my brain less busy Mm -hmm. I actually don't even have time for for these thoughts exactly exactly you know and again like I just work really hard to stop the dialogue when it happens and move on Mm -hmm. it's i'm not perfect at it all the time and i'm not in the place where i'm like i'm trying to reach body neutrality versus body positivity for sure you know like i just am trying to like roll it back and admire things about my body sometimes like when I'm at work I'm like okay this 50 pound bag of frozen mashed potatoes or like the (laughs) boxes of the frozen mashed potatoes I'm like I can lift this and yeah it's heavy but I can do this on my own and that's huge yeah I am strong I'm capable like you know and that's like long-term stuff and it's taken me a long time to be able to get to this point where I can say nice things about myself but it's not it's not your fault that you have this like inner dialogue, this automatic negative inner dialogue. Mm. Mm. So it's a long process and a lot of time and effort and honestly, probably some therapy (laughs) can get you to a place where you can at least stop it. If not actually take a moment and recognize things that you like about yourself that are positive, that have maybe nothing to do with these thoughts that you're having, but are, a shift in a better direction for you, which helps your mood overall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. And this play, this can, this uh, sextile will probably point out some of Those that things. for you. Yeah. Have I, I mean, obviously I relate to, ev- to all of that. Uh, <laughs> I think, I mean, you and I talked about having a whole episode talking about this. Yeah. Um, definitely this summer, probably we can get into that. Cause I feel like it'd be it's good. a huge, I think it's just a huge, discussion and i've had Mm -hmm. same with you like i've had different phases of feeling like oh i'm never gonna have that problem again like i'm on a new wave baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love me me. (laughs) (laughs) but then for some reason like those thoughts just come back automatically it is a lifetime job of shifting your, your focus on that um 
yeah, because these toddler childhood ages we're talking about, those things really get, they're almost like your default settings. Yep. They become um, that. And you didn't decide so those. You didn't decide those on your no. own. Okay. Like yeah. it's very based on your environment, your parents, your childhood home. Um, so it can be hard to work through that. I think most people don't want to go <laughs> into that. Absolutely. It's um, really painful. Yeah. <laughs> it's really painful yeah. to think about. Yeah. Um, if you're you know, someone who's been affected by that at any point in your life for any reason, even right. people like even people who have been on the thinner side their whole life, sometimes if like depending on their life circumstances have also been told that like, oh, you're too big for this thing you're mm. supposed to be doing. And it's like all not us, at all true. All of it's us have dealt weird, with ugh. scrutiny about our looks at way mm-hmm. too young of an age. I guess mm-hmm. unless you're a conventionally attractive white man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. But even God. they even they talk about yeah. what they've gone through. Absolutely. Um, Everybody's been through something like this. Yes. It just affects you maybe more depending on where you're at now in your life Definitely. and how you've dealt with those situations and like how long they plagued you even. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think... Oh, it's something a lot of us understand. For sure, for <laughs> sure. So, I mean, maybe I did say this would be a less deep and spiritual day. It may be still mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I think yeah. I think you can shift the focus towards, like, um, actionable goals and work. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, like, purpose. You know, work, work with a purpose. Not really just mm-hmm. a job. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, go beyond just the meaning of a job. Right. Um, so... And, and like what we've talked about with, with Taurus season, like making it worth your time mm-hmm. um, and figuring out like what obstacles are in your way. I had a really nice phone call with my dad yesterday, which is mm-hmm. rare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll just say that. Because um, oftentimes we're talking too much about medical school and it stresses me out. Yeah. But I think because I'm in a, a bit of a different place with it right now, it actually was good and obviously he's over the moon that I'm doing well. Right. Um, which used to also stress me out. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's that. I think I've just changed my relationship a bit about school, um, mm-hmm. which is my work right now. Right. And, you know, he was telling me, you know, we're, we're in the, we're in a Sri Lankan community. A lot of young people want to go to into medicine mm-hmm. um, or similar, similar kinds of degrees. Um, and, something I used to be very nervous about is going home to my parents and talking to like family friends about what I'm doing, whether Mm -hmm. it's what work I'm doing or what I'm doing in school, whatever. Um, But now I feel so much more comfortable because I have a lot more to say, if that makes sense. Like I have, I have, I understand what is difficult and how, like how to make it a little better. Um, and so I'm like kind of interested to talk about it to people yeah. actually mm-hmm. like they're going to be all nosy or whatever, but if I'm talking about it genuinely, like what was hard and mm-hmm. how I'm getting through it, like, I don't really care what they have to say about it after that. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was, he was telling me about like um, other young family friends who are interested in medicine. And like, he asked me what I would tell them. And I was mm-hmm. kind of like, I, to me, this might, you know, I don't know how this will sound, <laughs> if this will sound arrogant. To me, 
what's hard about medicine is not even a, the study it's not the content mm-hmm. i think if anyone has a vented, vested interest and all of this is learnable right um it is about the discipline to sit down and do it yes and Ooh. and mm. also seeking out resources that are yes. not handed to you um that will work for you and mm-hmm. not really listening to outside noise about what oh, this works this doesn't work and this takes too much time or this isn't enough oh my god you know like it is <laughs> yeah. all gonna be a trial and error for you it is all your own experience and mm-hmm. it's not impossible and if you look at it and think that it's impossible to learn and that you're never gonna get it like that mindset is also not gonna help you Yes, there Ooh, are things that, that inner dialogue is not helpful. There are things. There are things that I've learned over and over again studying this fucking, <laughs> fucking field for so long that I thought mm-hmm. I would never understand, and I'm finally understanding it because I actually sat down and tried to learn it my own way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. um, and I sat down and I decided that it's worth it for me to learn it because I have to learn it because I'm going to be a doctor. <laughs> okay, so I can't just like not know this. <laughs> So I'm so proud down. of you. So you know I'm what I so mean? proud of you. So I can't, <laughs> I can't like sit and live like this anymore where I'm just finding everything like to be suffering. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of like what I want to tell anyone else who wants to go into medicine is that mm-hmm. that's not what's hard. The whole, the hard thing is like your environment, who you're, who you're around. They're going to mm-hmm. affect your mindset. If you're around people who are being super competitive or comparing themselves Mm -hmm. to everyone else or just being like assholes to everyone, that's going to affect how you feel about your work as well. Absolutely. Which is kind of why you need to just go into yourself and find out why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. What is your purpose for being here in this specific spot right now? Um, What makes this worth it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And just like, you know, finding motivation is hard <laughs> to yes. do if no one else is telling you to do it. Like right. you having to do that yourself. That is kind of a theme of adulting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, An annoying theme. It's a very annoying theme. <laughs> <laughs> and if we kind of like look to, and this is kind of kind of also what makes it hard about being so online mm-hmm. is that we've kind of zoomed out too much. And we find out all these terrible things in the world. And like, if I wanted to even expand on here, like the, the institution of medicine or medical schools, like all of that will discourage me also. Yes. (laughs) So it's, it's zooming in, Mm -hmm. you know, selfishness. Yep. Um, that is really necessary. It's really difficult because we're taught that it's not good to be that way too. Yep. Um, but that I think that's what Taurus is meant to teach us is that it is okay to do that. Like, obviously you can't just stay ignorant forever of everything else, but right. there is a need to go into yourself and people don't have the ability to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So that is a major theme. These are, this is probably the biggest day of the week astrology wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thursday again, it's the same thing where like this is a sex these are two sextiles which are harmonious and that is the good day to do the work of right. this. Um because Thursday Mars will square Chiron, which will make you a little more frustrated, like, why am I not doing the things? Why am I not making the changes? Yes. You know? So Ooh, if you I haven't think that's gonna be hard with the like 
sextile right before kind of highlighting yes. and reminding you that you need to watch like to rediscover your inner motivation get in touch with where your self-esteem is at try to attempt to like take a look at your inner dialogue and is it beneficial to you and then you get hit with this kind of aggressive square yes also with chiron that is like <laughs> gonna highlight anything that you discovered on tuesday or like ignored on tuesday yeah is yeah. gonna hit you hard on thursday yeah. in that square. and Oof. and so i mean i think i think s- certain people need a different kind of messaging if you need a more gentle yes. messaging take advantage of that's tuesday, tuesday. <laughs> and if you need it more in your face mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess that's, that's thursday. thursday yeah um, and if you did some of the addressing on tuesday i feel like thursday shouldn't be as difficult yes exactly it will probably be highlighted for you in your life but yeah. like it's not you're not going to be out of your depth and like deep in your mental anguish (laughs) like you might be if you haven't addressed this stuff for you and you're not someone who needs that aggressive messaging because the aggressive messaging can be overwhelming yeah so Uh, to to me tuesday tuesday is the reflecting day Mm -hmm. thursday is writing it down if you haven't already like Mm -hmm. for me when i'm having a reflective spiritual time i like to write Mm-hmm. But it's for some people that doesn't work. So right. I think Thursday is a more actionable, write it down kind of day or mm-hmm. make a document kind of day. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, Mars will have a sextile with Uranus. And Uranus is an interesting little planet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uranus is about change and innovation and bringing something about that's never been done before. Like... Mm-hmm completely changing up what you're doing specifically with the sextile with mars is about changing up your your work routine or your how you act out your goals Mm -hmm. um so that is a good time to make the actionable steps you know if you're more like a little to-do list kind of person or like Mm -hmm. a project objective and plan person yeah um so that is probably for saturday so that's what i was saying like i think it's a good progression of like having this deep reflective moment and then kind of slowly making a plan and some actionable steps some real changes that you want to do for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. um towards these changes that you reflected on so yeah yeah i think it's gonna be a pretty good week if you're willing to do the work um taurus can make it like i just want to sleep all day and eat and you know whatever so yeah so it might be hard to to dive into these things but like do it in a comfortable way like sit down with your snacks your bevs mm-hmm. three beverages minimum minimum <laughs> have a water first of all drink your mm-hmm. water okay then have like an another little fancy bev Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then something else maybe like a tea or something right you need like one caffeinated beverage some water <laughs> and then you also need like a fun beverage Exa- could be a LaCroix. a LaCroix it could be a flavored water of some sort yes. like not just regular water you yeah. need like fancy water or like <laughs> even an alcoholic beverage Ooh, <laughs> I don't know a little cocktail you can have all three at once it's it's possible I, think I promise that's fine. <laughs> kidneys won't be mad at you i guess no, you've got water there just have the you water have in between water your, and that your alcoholic beverages. everything yeah <laughs> anyway if you're having alcohol have some tea 
you know like That's don't hilarious. make it a coffee maybe have some tea have you ever had a cocktail or have with a spiked tea? coffee yes it's so good <laughs> have a spiked coffee alcohol you know <laughs> I used to make oh, the, I, mean, I used to make these little in the summer. I would make like an iced green tea, and mm-hmm. then blend it with a, like a mango, mm-hmm. and strain it, and then put vodka in it. <gasps> bitch, <laughs> so Ooh. good. Yum. Anyway, summer is right around the corner, bitches. Ooh. Get your fancy beverage recipes out. Oh my god! Okay. Yesterday I had a mango margarita. Yummy. <laughs> sounds so good. It was strong at the end. You know how frozen blended drinks, <laughs> yes. all the alcohol just melts and goes to the bottom. Yep. It yes. unblends itself real it quick. It was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, oh, well, I got distracted. But what I was Sorry. trying to say is that when you're having, you know, when you're making these plans, like make it fun. Like you do a little mm-hmm. color coding maybe mm-hmm. or like you can draw on it or you can, you know, have fun with it. It doesn't have to be so serious. Yeah. It should be comfortable. You can have a nice show on or a nice Look. pod. Tauruses are maybe this chill. pod maybe this one Tauruses are chill but that doesn't mean that they're not fun okay exactly make it if anything they're yourself. the most fun earth sign to be honest the least boring <gasps> <laughs> wow <laughs> sam's on their earth signs are boring no no no, no 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 i love boring i yeah you're convincing grounded. me you're I need to be grounded. <laughs> You're convincing the love me. Of my life boring is, is grounding. Capricorn Virgo Moon. Okay. <laughs> boring <laughs> is grounding. What? <laughs> I just. And he might be a Taurus rising. I'm not gonna lie. It's very possible. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh... not important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was so nice. Like the day of Taurus season starting. Uh huh. Um. And like Mercury retrograde, like impending Mercury retrograde, right. I was late to my first lecture, so I just didn't go. <laughs> love it, love it. Because here's the thing they they will count as absent if you're too late. So I was right. I oh, gave up. Might as well just be. Absent. I went to get lunch instead. Okay, good. I had like such a nice like fresh fish sandwich. Yummy. And I was like in a really good mood. And then I went and I I got to sit next to my little crush in my lecture group. And he was talking to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the vibe of Taurus season. It's supposed to be a little fun and flirty and also a little like, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Absolutely. So just like run with that. It is like a medium sleigh kind of season. It is. Like it a, is. a bare minimum sleigh. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Um. Yeah. So just just do it i i think it's gonna be a good time i'm looking forward to kind of getting some stuff down and yeah i don't know i I think that's it i think that's it for this week good honestly that's plenty i know we don't need any more stressful things it's gonna be a lot of self-reflection and probably some um childhood wounds yeah. in terms of like your relationship with yourself and how other people have affected that for coming sure. up for you yes. and then how they display in your life will oh. probably be pointed out to you so. and keep in mind that it is still mercury is still going to be in retrograde through all of this okay? yes the retrograde started on friday right friday yes friday the retrograde officially started again don't sign any contracts um don't like as much as you can avoid it don't yeah. do it yeah don't like 
I don't know. If your technology's bugging out, take, try to take it in stride. It. Yeah, try to take it in stride. It. It'll sort itself out. Just and take it easy. <laughs> you know, you might be prone to some like clumsiness. Mm-hmm. Um, clumsiness and miscommunication will be fucked. Okay, mm-hmm. if you depend on any kind of public transportation, expect some delays or get oh, there yes. early. Every road that I take to work has construction on it right oh, now. You know, like no. just be prepared. <laughs> yeah. I leave my house at one o'clock, even though I don't work until two. I leave between one and one yeah. fifteen, yeah. so that if I get there early, which I usually don't, I can sit <laughs> in the parking lot for twenty minutes. Exactly. Okay, exactly. like just leave early. <laughs> any any meeting plan extra time exactly any meeting uh, exactly what you're saying any meeting like plan some time to get er- there early so even if you get there early you can mentally prepare for some bullshit because there might be yes. some bullshit there will be some bullshit if most you have likely. to socialize in groups just don't take things personally yep like it's very yep. prone to like confusion or like feelings of like left out or like why did they say that was that passive aggressive Mm -hmm. or just don't just 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 don't don't. just don't okay um kind of like keep your mouth shut too be careful of what you're saying as well this is not a bad time for mercury retrograde i will say in taurus season because this season is very stay in your lane and shut up right so during the retrograde stay in your lane and shut up try to be as loosey-goosey with it all as you can okay yes things aren't gonna go right and you just need to take a deep breath right and that is it is okay it's it will be okay it'll be it's just more difficult during mercury retrograde it is not everything is bad everything sucks it just it just takes a little bit longer for sure okay and if you are mercury ruled gemini (laughs) virgo rising or placements or if you have Mm -hmm. that in in your mercury see i I was reading about this and i didn't think about it this way but like mercury ruled people have to deal with trans like a very chaotic transit mercury moves so quickly yes um so i mean if you are mercury ruled you are probably already a little more flexible with this stuff Mm -hmm. you know yeah, I mean, um, Virgo and Gemini are both mutable signs. Yes, so we, exactly. we deal with a lot of changes in our lives typically anyway. Mm-hmm. And you do just kind of have to be able to go with the flow as much as you can. Yeah, as so, much as possible. So. Retrograde seasons, if even if you weren't born under a Mercury retrograde period, like mm. I do personally feel like people with Virgo and Gemini rising suns and mercuries tend to be a little bit better at moving with right the flow of things for sure versus trying to fight it all the time exactly yeah so just like be aware if you feel like things are a little frustrating or aren't moving as smoothly just Mm -hmm. focus on like what we're talking about reflecting and making some plans and then we can Mm -hmm. execute them this summer or onward you know the rest of the year stay in your lane shut up plan your vacations (laughs) please shut up that's like Please just don't talk. Just don't. don't. It's not a big deal. Listen. It's not a big deal. Gossip, just be careful. Okay. Yep. Some it it will most likely get it's, back to who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. Ooh, and gossip is all around me these days. It's <laughs> spicy. Ooh. I feel like the gossip is pending for me right now. Mm. I'm like people are <laughs> telling me things Ooh. and then we're like not resolving it completely. Wait, not need- like arguments or anything just like 
Later. I'm talking to people about these issues. And then we're all like, we don't know where it's going. Mm. <laughs> so I, I feel the impending tea. Just, you know be, I mean? careful. Just be, be careful. Everybody be careful. Everybody be careful. Just don't. Watch what you're saying. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and it. who you're saying it to. Oof. For real. Ooh, this sounds like it's, a threat. It may not be threat. intentional that it's going to get back to the person you mm. were talking about. It may be a slip on their part. Mm. But again clumsiness physically clumsiness with words <laughs> miscommunication okay okay be careful <laughs> i'm so serious i'm so serious this is a big deal to me <laughs> i need to know what this is about loki i don't know what it's about mm, i'm just feeling it don't. okay i'm just feeling it wrapped up astrology for the week good luck everyone oh good luck. <laughs> all right what have you been listening to um well first or have, reading or whatever Sorry. yeah first i have a show which is quite rare for me to have a show but i don't have um i haven't watched much of it but mm-hmm. um during um 420 celebrations mm-hmm. um as is expected we're watching just weird shit on youtube <laughs> yeah and finding stuff on netflix and someone showed us uh the show on netflix called kunk on earth <laughs> she was talking to us okay we're already we're already celebrating okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like have you guys watched kunk on earth and we're like what are you saying to me right now? What words what are those? Word? And we're like, I know you're not saying cunt, but like, what are you saying? <laughs> so, so she shows us the show and it's basically a British history mockumentary um, done by this comedian slash actress, British actress named Diane Morgan, but her character is called, wait, let me, it's called uh, Philomena Kunk. Uh-huh. So her last name is Kunk, which is just mm. ridiculous. An incredible ridiculous. last name. Um, so apparently this is a um, like a sequel series to Kunk on Britain or something like that, mm-hmm. um, where basically this person is acting like a fake journalist and going around all of these British museums with all of the stolen artifacts. <laughs> and stolen. Yes, let's just address it there. All of these stolen artifacts and, you know, going to these historians that are so stuffy, like mm-hmm. these stuffy British historians. Some of them are actually really cool, but a lot of them are just yeah. absolute dicks about um, history. Right. And this person just trolls the shit out of them. I love it. By like, sometimes it'll be just stupid. So here's the thing. We were watching this, and I think I'm about four or five episodes in, and at first it seems like just a mockery of world history. Mm-hmm. So at first I was a little annoyed, because I'm a bit of a history nerd, okay? I, I thought true. about um, majoring in history, like actually seriously doing that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first it seemed a little mocking and coming from a, a British person, so I was a little annoyed. But then right. I understood the, like, progression of the show is, like, she's this kind of um, stupid, ignorant journalist 
going to these professionals and asking Uh kind of like really naive questions Uh but then the naive questions change into actual like hard-hitting questions that are kind of calling out british people or like western people or how we've kind of misinterpreted things in history and it like the progression of that is like so good so entertaining (laughs) and like if you're a history nerd it is incredible the amount of stolen things in 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 britain in these museums that showcase so much of world history um that it's like kind of absurd and then she's asking and like some historians will actually be quite honest about the bad things that have happened in history especially Mm -hmm. by britain um but some of them will really try to skate over you know these things or like they don't want to talk about religion in a bad light and she goes really deeply into religions of the world as well Mm -hmm. um so i find it so entertaining i was very surprised because like i said at first i was like what is the point like what is the show trying to do is it just making fun of ancient civilizations and stuff like that right um but it's so good and i'm i'm sure it gets even more like deep (laughs) into it Mm -hmm. as it goes on um so i i'm really i feel like this is like so nerdy but it's also super funny so i think um it gives me like drunk history vibes if you've watched the british drunk history Mm -hmm. um so like that dry british humor yeah (laughs) mixed with like history and like some actual really interesting things that i did not know before about world history um yes so yeah kunk on earth c-u-n-k on earth i love it (laughs) um so yeah I, i highly recommend if you're into that at all um again it was during 420 um, so maybe the substances help the experience. Um, probably so. Um, so yeah, very good. Stoner-friendly show, I think. If you're a nerd. Um, and then other than that, I'm not going to lie, I've mostly been listening to EXO since their anniversary, which was uh, April 12th. Or yes. April 8th. Wow, sorry. I like mix wow. up the dates. Don't worry about it, okay? Don't come for me. <laughs> I can't believe you get that wrong. It's confusing because Sehun's birthday is on April 12th. Everyone mixes uh-huh. up these dates. Don't sure. come for me. <laughs> anyway. Um, funny. Um, mm-hmm. So I like made this huge playlist of all the EXO songs I like, which is like most of them. And then all of the solo albums too. Um, so I've been listening to that on repeat. But this week, um, NCT, my son's my released son. a new subunit mm-hmm. called Doje Jung. So it's like a three member subunit. And three member subunits are so good. Um, especially like in the in SM, like the groups in SM. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of like three member groups that just have like a really different concept from the regular group. Um, and they kind of have like this, it's like a sexy R and B, but like uh a little more energetic vibe like not like a slow r&b but like a you know it's kind of hype that's kind of fun yeah so it's really fun their album's called perfume the music video is really good i've been enjoying it um so that's been fun k-pop's been a bit um sad recently because a member of astro passed away Mm -hmm. um so a lot of stuff has been delayed it's been hard to like you know a lot of performances have been 
delayed and stuff like that. So yeah. it hasn't been as super fun these days to get into K-pop. Right. Um, but, you know, I, despite that, I think every time something like this happens, I think the K-pop community grows a little bit and they address things like mental health more and more um, mm-hmm. and the difficulty of their job. Like their job is right. kind of insane. Um and they speak up more about the conditions. Um, and also companies take more actions to ensure wellness, I think. That's good. Um, I hope it's not all just like for, what am I trying to say? For like to for maintain sure. an image. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I hope that it brings up more conversations like that. I've seen it get better. I've been into K-pop for like, oh my God, how long now? Well over... 15 years <laughs> so, wow. yeah. so so i've seen a lot of changes in that way a lot of differences in their like living and working conditions mm-hmm. um so i hope i hope that shift happens i mean i i think there's a huge cultural shift in asia about mental health right so it's just been i've just been thinking about those things so i haven't been into like all the new k-pop and stuff as as of late i've mm-hmm. just been sticking to what i like um, looking forward to the EXO things happening this later this year, the summer confirmed Yay. for the summer. Yay! So yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Good stuff. Yes. Okay. Fun things. Yes. Oh, the summer is going to be so fun. I think. Yes. Oh God, I I'm looking forward to it. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Um. Okay. The things I've been doing, I've not been listening to much music or like watching anything. Really. You've been reading. You've been in the I've reading been, space. Yeah, I've been reading again. She's a reader. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, I'm going to talk about some books and then I'm going to talk about a podcast. Um, nice. So this, I've been reading this series. It's all on Kindle Unlimited, which if you're a big reader or you like smutty romance, Kindle (laughs) Unlimited is $10 and 74 cents a month. And you can, you can have like, you could quote unquote, check out like up to 30 books at a time, first of all, which is absurd. But then also they are, there are so many books on Kindle Unlimited and like, I'm going to be real. Don't talk to me about the like monetary implications for authors and kindle unlimited okay Mm. i respect authors i think their craft is incredible but i can't buy every book and my library (laughs) doesn't have all of these books all right thank you that's where i'm at (laughs) what i will say is i've been reading this series which is just like (laughs) like uh, so i've been rating them about three stars which a three star rating okay. is a very average middle of the road rating right <laughs> okay. but i like them because they are short all of them are less than 300 pages which is kind of ideal right now mm-hmm. they are fast paced things are happening the whole book takes place over about two days okay we are moving <laughs> we are getting through the events what all is right this approach to <laughs> I'm just like I'm tired. I don't have time. I don't I'm have really time just, to read. Here's the thing: I'm not in the mood for a long, drawn-out high <laughs> fantasy novel. Okay. What these are are short, fast-paced fantasy books that I, as we're getting deeper in, are becoming a little spicy, and that's what I like. That's what I wanted. There's like a little bit of mystery. Some is murder. there like a resolve? There are, 
yeah, there's a resolution to the current conflict in each one, oh, but okay. it, then it picks up right away with the next conflict because there's a lot of stuff going on in this world and I'm having a great time. The whole series, it's like eight books. The whole series is on Kindle, oh, okay, Kindle okay, Unlimited. Okay. I'm on book four. I'm having a good time. I've read all four of them within the past four days. Okay. Wait, so what is it called? I don't think the you series. Said I have not said what it's called. <laughs> I haven't. I'm getting there. It is called. Oh God! Wait. <laughs> the series is called the Bane Chronicles. B A I N E. It's the last name of the main character. Um. It's by Jasmine Walt. They are just like, they're very, they're good. Hmm. They're good. They are pretty solid. There aren't a ton of loopholes, which I like, or like not loopholes. Straight to um, the point. Yeah, they're straight to the point. There aren't a ton of like, my some of my t- sometimes like my problem. Yeah, there aren't a ton of tangents, but sometimes my problem with um, books that are posted on Kindle Unlimited is that there are, like, these weird plot holes. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, yes. There are huge plot holes that are not resolved. And this happens in books that that are traditionally published. (laughs) Yes. Like like Avatar 2. There are also books that are traditionally published that have plot holes that just, like, get bypassed by editors somehow. Oh, Uh, yeah. But these books don't have plot holes nice. like that okay they are quite tight good. they're like watertight they're pretty good um i'm very much enjoying them i'm enjoying the story and where we're going i like that they are not like intently focused on romance but we're getting to a point where like the romance is happening now and mm. i'm pleased i'm i'm ready for it now right <laughs> it's been kind of slow burn this whole time but we're hitting a breaking point. And that, like I said, I'm in the fourth book yeah. and we're just hitting the big romance wall. So I'm pleased. I'm really enjoying them. I do recommend if you like fantasy books, kind of fast paced, shorter books. Mm. Um, it's like magic users and humans and mm. um, shifters, mm. which I are, you know, yeah. Shifters, which are there. I think they were originally created by the mages as a, um oh, mage know. animal hybrid oh, and then like there's heart. this whole history with them where like they were enslaved and now they're free to do what they want but mages are still like enemy number one right whatever um and then yeah i'm just like really enjoying it there's a lot going on there's some war now with the resistance the whole time <gasps> the period of the things the resistance <laughs> there's whole time period is kind of like steampunky right <gasps> so there are steam cars and steam oh, bikes but also horse-drawn carriages is, yes. it's not like our kinds of cars and things right. like that so it's just like a little different there are dirigibles you fly in dirigibles okay if you want to fly oh. somewhere you fly in a dirigible so this is rad I'm yeah i like i said i'm very much enjoying this I really like them. I like this. three stars to four stars. Some of them have kind of been pushed up to four stars for me just because the whole series and the world building has been so good. Mm. Um, the first book is called Burned by Magic. And like I said, they're all available on Kindle Unlimited. So I've been cranking through them after nice. we're done recording this. I'm going to take a little break and read, probably finish this next book. But they're good. Easy cool. to read. Enjoyable. Not like overly prissy they're not super cringy either though which is another problem yes, that i often I, have the, they can the be really cringy books yeah yeah sometimes they're like too cringy for me but this is great you found a gem i did i found a gem i can't remember where i got this recommendation but i'm very pleased was so it a TikTok? that's my first this thing so, I, no it wasn't on tiktok because this this title sounds familiar 
The Bane Chronicles sounds familiar to mm-hmm. me. I don't know why it would sound familiar to you, though. I think I... <laughs> yeah, because... Like, the, I don't think I got it from a reel or a TikTok or something. Okay, yeah, Maybe like, I the did. only reason it would be familiar to me is if someone recommended it in a TikTok or something. Like Maybe it was a reel or something. I think... I feel like... Maybe it was a reel. Oh, mm. man. I don't know. I don't know where I found this, but I'm pl- I'm glad I did. I'm, nice. I'm enjoying these yes. a lot. Um, Love that. So that's number one. Number two is one of our mutual favorite podcasts. Probably our mutual favorite. Number oh. one. <laughs> um, I've been listening to The Read oh, a lot. The Read is a podcast by Kid Fury and Crystal West. And <laughs> it's just a delight. Um, and it's been... All right, have you been catching up? Yeah, I'm catching up. I'm like two episodes behind now. I, so I hate to say, close. I think they are, are about to have a bit of a hiatus. Of course they are. It's it's about that time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the time of the year where they have their like summer hiatus. And right. from things I've been seeing online, I think oh, they okay. need the break. Yeah. So you are caught up. Okay. Yeah. I'm caught up on the lore, just not Not the the actual podcast. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The past episodes have been so good. I I don't know. I love. They've been really good. I I hate that I, I almost listened to it immediately and then I'm like, damn it. I wish I waited (laughs) like for the weekend, but. I trade off between two because I'll go through phases of like catching up on one and then going back and listening to the one, the episodes I've missed. So um, I've just been listening to a lot of the read. It's been a real treat. Um, they fuel my petty side a little bit, yes. so it just feels good to be a little enraged with them and then I can move on with my day. Right. But it's nice. Um, it's one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It probably is my favorite podcast of all time. It's funny. It's two really, really good friends chatting about like black pop culture mm-hmm. <laughs> and people send in really messy letters <gasps> that are just so good ridiculously they've been ridiculous, been ridiculous. What's happening. and i'm like <laughs> it just is a really nice way to get like i don't know to feel like i'm socializing a little bit with people who uh, I, like understand the way i yes. talk and they're more. very open about mental health which yes, i've very always much appreciated so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Which it is also a... why they're about to go on hiatus. <laughs> yes, but I think it just makes a huge. I mean, people keep telling them this, and I don't even know if this was their intention. But people mm-hmm. keep saying how significant it is for like two black creators to be yeah. so open about mental health mm-hmm. with all the stigmas that exist in that community, and how Absolutely. much of a difference it's made for people. I mean, the show's been mm-hmm. around for ten years. Yeah, it's huge. Right, so people have grown up with it. Um. So I don't know. Yeah, I think much that's... to the chagrin of Kid Fury and Crystal. Yes, yes. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think I don't know. Like that's such a huge impact from something yeah. that started like this podcast started. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's kind of cool. So yeah, they like and on that note, like they inspire me mm-hmm. to continue with this, which we're so passionate about. And, right, like, is important to us. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's a really great podcast. I highly recommend whether you're black or not, honestly. Honestly, if you're not um, black, you should listen to it and see how fragile listen. you are. <laughs> if this show offends you, you yeah, need to reevaluate you your relationship with uh, <laughs> your whiteness. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a great show. It's very funny. Um, inspiring, uplifting. And I... 
fully agree with that like their open dialogue about mental health their own mental health struggles is hugely impactful truly because they're both very successful people and it's still that's not enough you know and it's like them finding the balance and you can kind of hear it as they go through it and uh, come out the other side Mm. and how they're doing so it's just a podcast that I really appreciate and I'm not that I matter to them in any way shape or form but like I am very proud of what they've created I've been listening to the show for like five years like this has been a part of my life for a long time in college in college yeah like I started listening like right before their five-year anniversary or something so you know I'm not a day one or but I've been it's been long enough that like them hitting a 10-year show I was like no no that's not true exactly (laughs) 10 years of the podcast that's not true so it felt weird to hear that but I'm like I'm extremely proud of how far they've come and like (sighs) you know Crystal getting her master's degree becoming (gasps) a therapist Kid Fury achieving his dreams and writing a show that he's dreamed of creating the show and making it and it being successful right working with people he's admired for a long time like that's feels really good to (laughs) even extremely tangentially and parasocially hear about and Mm. like i don't know it they inspire me to chase my dreams and like do things that make me happy for sure like if if i can if i relate to their mental health struggles and they're still able to navigate them Mm -hmm. you know like you know Oh, good role models for sure. I don't know they if they really would ever actually. agree. <laughs> they probably wouldn't, but I really do think they're good role I models. I absolutely think that they're good role yeah. models. Yeah. And something that, like, I feel like I've been saying this to some people at work lately. It's like their podcast helps me feel better because sometimes you just need that, like, one or two hours of bitching, 10 yes. minutes of bitching to make it's your so day good. or your week <laughs> tolerable. I know. Sometimes you just need it. Like, if you can bitch and vent for fucking 10 minutes, it Mm, changes your whole day. What a difference it makes. You really just feel lighter (laughs) with people who commiserate with you, you know? Like, it just feels good. And, like, I feel like that's part of what this podcast is. Like, it's two friends getting together to talk about shenanigans of people. And they ultimately, you know, talk about bigger trends and issues in the community and in people in general like it's just a good way to be a part of that right. you know be like scandalized for a minute enjoy <laughs> not that it's gossip but it's gossip because they're not hearing it directly from these people's mouths right <laughs> like hearing these wild things that happen to other people or celebrities that have nothing to do with you feeling indignant about whatever <laughs> like having strong opinions being loud laughing loudly mm. joyously it's it's just it's a show that means a lot to me and mm. so i'm very like attached to it but it's been really nice to have that on my drives to work to get me in kind of a good mood and like make, it was definitely start my, work nice. my comfort show in peace corps yeah um even if i was re-listening i would mm-hmm. go whenever i was in a place with wi-fi i would go mm-hmm. and download a bunch uh, of episodes and then just like have it on in the background sometimes yeah. and I, just, it's just nice. I was lonely as hell okay yeah. I needed to feel like I was talking to people uh, right. so that definitely helped and I love 
when Kid Fury and Crystal laugh super hard. Yes. Crystal's laugh so is good. instantly contagious and joyous. <laughs> like, so funny. It has the same effect on me as your laugh does. And my, I love when, when Kid Fury laughs so hard <laughs> that he can't breathe. And, like, it just goes silent. Like, that also <laughs> just, it makes me so happy. So, um, you know, I'm always rooting for them. And... <sighs> that they'll be able to get through the things that they're struggling For with. Sure. Like, yeah. I know that they will, but that they also see that they will get through it mm. when they're really struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, it's important to me, but highly recommend. I feel like I talked about it kind of seriously. It's really just a very fun podcast. For sure. Yeah. I think they show. just mean a lot to us and they're going through yeah. some tough times. Yes, maybe that's it. Um, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, like mental health has been heavy. I think like all the stuff that we're talking about about mm-hmm. connecting with yourself a little more mm-hmm. is just so important. Like, we can't run away from it anymore. Yeah. Um. You know, we can't. We want to avoid the worst from happening. So, it's just important. Take care of yourselves. Listen to yeah. fun stuff. Like. Keep your day going. You joy. Yeah, it's like make your day more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, the season's more about enjoying as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, even even though it is about working hard, it's still about enjoying it as as much as possible. It's very like grounded to the life on Earth, not kunk on Earth, yes. but life on Earth. Life on Earth. <laughs> well, life on Earth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, what a week it's gonna be. Yeah. You know. Agreed. We'll all get through it together. Uh, let's hope so. <laughs> like at this, on the, I know I've been like, stay in your lane and shut up. At the same time, reach out if you just need help. If you to need the to besties, talk to. okay? Yeah. To the, the to person the ones who you makes can you trust. feel the safest, who you know you can trust with anything you say. Mm-hmm. Make sure you've identified that person because sometimes just talking it out is also helpful if you're mm-hmm. like struggling with these self-esteem things that are going to come up or yeah definitely your mental health has been wishy-washy reach out you know yeah i well taurus is like a selfish sign quote unquote i think it's also a very supportive sign so oh yeah if you have a taurus or a taurus dominant placement like someone Mm -hmm. in your corner yeah it's huge just very reliable yeah so definitely don't be afraid to reach out Mm. But do your thing. You do you. Do that thing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll probably see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pending. Okay. Life be pending. lifing, but we'll it's probably see you next week. It's difficult out here. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time, besties. <laughs> Take okay. it easy. Go with the flow. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions for us, you can always tweet us at two cups between. That's the number two cups between. Um, on Twitter, you can also email us at two cups between at gmail.com and make sure to rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Thanks and have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
my god. Oh, dude, I forgot to talk about like the biggest bit of gossip. Oh my god, tell I mean, I'll me. save it for well, next maybe week. It's, we'll stop recording. Oh, you wanted to <laughs> say it on the show? Mm-mm. Mm. Well, I would have talked about it on the show, but I'll save it for next week. Scandal. Well, you're not going to tell me now? 